Aloha, my sisters. Um, first of all, let me just go ahead and apologize if you hear an echo. I'm actually sitting in my garage on this beautiful Hawaiian day. Sorry, I don't mean to make you jealous, but I am so thankful uh, to God for living here. And I just kind of made a promise to myself a while back to not to take this life that he's given me for granted. A do-over is what he gave me. And I know that Anytime that God is blessing our lives, the enemy is going to always be there to steal the joy from it. So be careful, sisters, no matter what season you're in, whether it's your valley or you're being restored in this moment. I mean, it really doesn't even matter what season you're in. We still, because you have breath in your body, because you have your health, because you have your children, because you have food and a roof over your head. I mean, we still have something to give God the uh, praise for. And let's not take this life for granted. I mean, I don't know. We don't know what it's like after death. You know, we read about it. And so we know the things that we read about. But if there's any regret, there's probably, you know, people having regret because they don't have life anymore. Well, we still have it. So no matter what decisions you've made, no matter what mistakes you've made, you are still alive. You have not been judged. Therefore, whatever mistakes you've made, God does not like judge you for that. He, what did he tell the lady that was found in her scene? He told her, hey, go. Don't sin no more. Just don't do it anymore. Make right decisions. I mean, he just made it simple. Go. Sin no more. Pivot from those decisions. Pivot from the sin. And just live right from today. When we have a repentant heart and we're able to come to God, no matter what mistakes we make, you know, God is a healer and he's a forgiver and there's grace already set for your mistakes. So I just don't want you to feel like wherever you are, this is the end all be all. This is the way it's going to be. There is no forgiveness for me. I've made a mistake. God is not going to restore me. That is all a lie. You know what life is? Life is a road of hills and valleys, a road of yeses and nos. It's it's not a, a, a straight path, but I mean, thank God that it's not. It'll be pretty boring, right? Yes, we have some surprises. On, uh, some surprises along the way yes we do are they good and bad yes but that's life and we're living it every day thank god when we do have those moments that we have sources to pull from we have books to read we have friends that love us we have a community in our church you know we have people that we can pull from and god will always make that available to you you just got to look around and be open to those things that he put at your disposal but he is here and there is peace for you, my sisters. There is joy for you, my sisters. There are all those things. So it is God's will for you to have life and have it more abundantly. Now, I don't know who that was for, but there you go. Okay? Now, everything I said has nothing to do with my message. All right? <laughs> all right. So my I'm titling this podcast today, The Dangers of Looking Back while moving forward whoa the dangers of looking back while moving forward 
Isaiah 43, 18-19 says, Do not remember former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Whoa. I mean, what, what is God telling us here? This is his word. God's word, y'all, is so powerful. It was his word that spoke the world into existence. I mean, this man, all he has to do is speak, and it is. And, 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 it, and he doesn't have to say another word. That's, it is what it is. God's word doesn't change. That's why it was written. He, he hasn't lied yet. Because the truth, the lie, lies are not found in God. Only the truth. And his word is 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 money in the bank. I mean, it, that's is there. So when God says, "Look, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I would do a new thing." And then He says, "Shall you not know it? I mean, don't you know that by now? Don't I mean what's behind you is behind you. So nothing you need going forward in life is in your past." Your past is your past. Sisters, let's let's move forward. And then he goes on to tell us that he would even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Do you know when he when I when I look at that, that makes me think that if, if this is written that he will write that there is a that he will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, that that means that if I'm looking ahead. And I don't see, I, I don't know what my path looks like. I don't know what, it doesn't look like my future is what I've been praying for. It doesn't look like what, what I'm praying and asking God for is, God, is not going to happen. It looks like it's not going to happen. And so when I, when, so that's what that scripture means to me. And that tells me when I read this is that God is saying that I know what it looks like. I know it looks like you're in in the wilderness and there's no road there. I know that it looks like that you're in a desert and there's no water there and there's no life there. I understand what it looks like to you, but I'm telling you that when I say I'm going to do a new thing, everything moves. Water comes out of a rock. Bread comes from heaven. Huh. Okay? Trees got to move out of your way and there is a road because I make a path. So it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how you feel. When God is ready to open a door for you, the door is going to be open. And a lot of times, God opens doors and he makes ways that you never even thought of. You never even considered it. Why? Because his thoughts are higher than ours. We don't think like God does. And I'm here to tell you that, oh my gosh, my journey God has given me things that I didn't even qualify for. (laughs) I didn't even qualify. But because he qualified me, nobody can disqualify me. Because he put me where he wanted me, nobody can make waves for me. Nobody can move me. So when God sets you in place and when God does things, it's done. That's why the word says when when he when when the when the sun sets free, who the sun who the sun sun sets free is free indeed. You are free. You are made whole. You are brand new. 
So God is going to do a new thing. And sisters, he has done a new thing in my life. When I tell you, I've met so many women along the way that I feel like God has allowed me to meet that uh, is on their journey of loss where they've lost things and, and, and they don't know if things are going to get better. And I'm like, look at me. Most of you know my story that I, I, I came here, quit three jobs to come over to the most expensive state in the country. And I came on faith. Believing that God needed me here and wanted me to start over here. And God has done everything, everything that he promised me that he would do. We came over here in the dead heat of summer. My heart broke. My life broke. Three suit, uh, some suitcases. And we moved here in the dead heat of summer, living in a friend's built-out garage. And... um, no air conditioning, because that's a lot of a lot of the places in Hawaii is like that, in, uh, in uh, some of the older areas. And uh, we were me and and my two girls sleeping on an air mattress that was going that was going down like four or five times a night. We didn't have our own place. I'm, I'm a nurse. <laughs> Never thought I would have to live like that. I didn't live like that before I became a nurse. But I didn't know what was on my journey. I didn't know what God was setting me up for. I lost. I had to lose first. And he humbled me in the process only because he knew what he was about to bless me, bless my life with. My life looks, that you guys, that was four years ago. This, uh, last month, July. I think we landed here in, uh, in Hawaii on July, I think, 17th or 18th in 2018. And my life looks nothing, nothing nothing like <laughs> that that year that month nothing me god has restored me and the girls uh we're living in our third place now in hawaii that i've moved to and each place has been bigger and better and now everybody has their own room we just moved into a three-bedroom uh i got a garage that i'm sitting here talking to you and which is probably why you're hearing a little echo uh, i got a new truck um good transportation cookie has her own car um my oldest daughter lives here they were they moved here like a year after i got here her her husband and my grandkids i'm able to spend days with the girls at the beach we watch sunsets we go to the bookstore we eat together watch movies together um you know like i said everybody has their own room now we got tons of space storage i got a little front yard i got you guys, I got pomegranates and avocados growing right here in my my little uh, backyard. I mean, just the land flowing with milk and honey. We got community here. The, my neighbors just welcome me into my new place. It's God's grand. So God restored me, and He's not even done yet. He's not even done. So I just I'm I'm only sharing this not to boast, but I want to encourage you. It wasn't easy for me because what God does is on a grand scale. It's going to cost you something. I'm not going to lie to you. It costs me almost everything. God allowed me to go through. He allowed me to go through the pruning process only to come forth with more fruit. Pruning is necessary. It's a part of the process and it is necessary. So, Don't jump out of your process. Don't jump out of your boat. 
Stay on course. Sisters, if you are going through a season of loss, a season of disappointment, a tough season right now, just know God knows where you are and he knows that it's tough for you, but there's always a lifeline in the midst and he is that. Just turn to him. Don't let anything distract you from God. He is the source and he wants you. He wants you to come to him. So no matter what the enemy tries to lie, he is the father of lies. There is no truth found in him. He is a liar, the father of it. He's a liar. God does restore. God is faithful. And this scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19, was written for all of us. He will do a new thing. He says, do you not know it? My sisters, don't you know? God is doing a new thing. Yes, you might be in the humbling process. Yes, you might be in the pruning process. Yes, you might be uh, feeling like you're back at square one. It's all right. You're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. As a matter of fact, it's going to be better. So here's some facts uh, about the dangers of uh, moving forward uh, while looking back. Think about a vehicle. No vehicle can move forward and backwards at the same time. So sisters, what direction are you going in? You can't be moving forward and backwards at the same time. You know, our cars don't even work like that. So how are you going to work like that? Where's your mind? Where's your feet? Are you, are they going in the same direction? Because if they're going in different directions, sisters, you're not going anywhere. You ain't going nowhere. Our mind is a powerful thing, which is why that's where the enemy likes to set his traps for us. Because if he can get you in your mind, he can, he can, he, he can stumble you. He can make you stand still when you're supposed to be moving. He can, he can, he can make you go backwards. Our, the mind is the battlefield, right? Your mind's not in and your feet ain't going anywhere, nowhere, right? So you can't move forward and backwards at the same time. We are drawn to our desires. If you are if you are desiring someone or something that's in your past, then that's the direction that you're going to go. So we got to make some decisions, right? What are we focusing on? What are our desires? Lord, maybe we need to Lord fix my focus. Lord, fix my desires. Let me desire what you want for me. I want your desires in me. Put my desires in. Put your desires in me, Lord. That's that's what we want to ask God for. And that's what we should be asking him for. So looking back while moving forward, forward will always unstable your gait. Looking backwards while moving forward will always unstable lies your gate. Your gate is your walk. You become unstable when you are not focused on moving forward if you are walking forward and you're looking backwards. Like even if you're driving, you know, that takes us off our coordination and then we start swerving because we're not looking forward, but we got our feet on the gas, right? It will always unstabilize your gate. Looking back while moving forward can cause you to make some bad decisions that will affect your future. These are facts. This is a fact. We can make bad decisions by looking backwards and the uh, decisions that can affect where we're going and where we're trying to, where we're trying to get to. 
Here's another scripture I'm going to give you, Exodus 16 and 3. If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt, there we sat pots or we sat we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us into the desert to starve this entire assembly to death. This is the children of Israel doubting God because they're in the wilderness. And they're like, look, we could have just died in Egypt. You know, I mean, why you have to bring us out here to die? Back in Egypt, you know, we had the food, we had everything we needed, but they were enslaved. God brought them out because of their prayers and their cries. And now God is bringing you out. You might not like the way God's bringing you out. You might not feel good about the way God's bringing you out. And yes, it might look like you're in the wilderness and it doesn't look like this is going to end. But you're not. But God, when God does things, he humbles us in the process. Think about it. If he's taking you to a land of milk and honey, you've been praying about some things and then God starts to make some changes. A lot of times when God drops that, that atomic bomb in your life, it blows up everything and things are out of place. And a lot of times we, we don't feel good about it because we're used to what it was, even though we didn't like the situation, but we knew, we knew what it was. We knew what tomorrow was going to look like, right? Because we're used to it. Even though, even in bad situations, we have an expectation and, no, and a no. And that gives us some comfort because we know what to expect, whether it's good or bad, right? So, but when God drops that atomic bomb in your life because of your prayers, Lord, deliver me from this. God, I want better. Lord, I need you to do this. Lord, I need you to do that. But then when God blows it up and then he says, hey, I'm going to put your life back together. Let me do this because I love you. You know, then we got a problem because, I mean, it doesn't feel good. And the unexpected, the, uh, the unexpected has just happened. And we don't know what our next uh, step is going to look like. We don't know where we're going. So this is where God wants us to have faith and trust him. That he's answering your prayer, even if it doesn't look like he is. Sometimes it can even look like you're going backwards. But you know for sure that things are out of place and, and things all heck and has broke loose in your life. Well, a lot of times that's, that's God entering in, breaking up some stuff. It's only for him to put it back together right. Only for him to answer your prayer the way he knows how he wants to do it. Because God puts in place things that will sustain you and be everlasting. What God does is never temporary. What we do will always be temporary. So we, it's, it's so important that we stay and wait on God and not complain along the way, you know, because we're uncomfortable, because uh, we don't like the way God is doing things. We have got to stay on course. Don't be like the children of Israel who made their journey longer than what they were supposed to and didn't even, that first generation didn't even make it to the promised land. Not because the promised land didn't exist, but because they lost faith in God and made their own gods and they just doubted God. I'm so sorry for uh, the background noise there. Like I said, I'm sitting in my garage and there's the delivery uh, truck uh, passing through. So I apologize for that. So God would bring us to a desert in life to starve us of some things, uh, to starve our flesh. Um, 
And and he knows those things in our flesh that needs to die, right? Trust God. He knows what is best for us. Uh, And then the last scripture I want to leave you with is uh, Genesis 19. This is where Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. You know, uh, the dangers of looking back. And if you don't know that story about Lot and Abraham, then you should read it. But uh, God got Lot out of the the town of Sodom and Gomorrah because God was going to destroy that city uh, for their sin. The sin was so great in the city. But God had mercy on Lot, who was connected to Abraham, who God had the promise with. And so God allowed um, God allowed Lot and his family to escape. And instead of Lot's wife being grateful that God is allowing them to escape, and he was set afire this whole city, and yet God had mercy on Lot's family. Instead of her giving praise to God, she looks back. She looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. So let's give God praise. Sisters, I know how hard it is to look back. I, I, I deal, I've, I'm dealing with that right now while I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to you from a place of that, oh, you know, you're alone. No, no, I, I, I'm dealing and with that right now while I'm talking to you. You know, we do because we're in this flesh. We do want to look back and we struggle, but as long as we're looking back and, and we're fantasizing about the past and how things was and what things could have been, how can we focus on the future? How can we have hands open for what God wants us to do? How can we continue to move forward in what God wants and desires for us? Sisters, there is more for you in front of you than what's behind you. And I know you're going to get through this. We're going to do this together and you're going to be okay. All right. So you just tell yourself that I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. Because there is a way and God already made the way, guys. We're not asking God to do something he hadn't already done. The way is made. All we got to do is step it out. Remember, the steps of a good man are ordered. So all we got to do is step it out. How do we find the steps that I'm supposed to take today? Prayer, fasting, having that connection with God. When you know you got that feeling with this, with just the spirit of God on the inside of you telling you to step this way, but you know your flesh wants to do something that's easy and, and temporary, then you say no to that. No, 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 no. I'm going to wait. Stand still and wait for the glory of God. I'm waiting for God to deliver me because I know when he delivers me, it's done. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and cut this. Cut this. It's not short. This is about. Uh, this is this is as far as I need to go for today. But I hope this blessed someone. And please, if you love it, please share it. Share my podcast. I love you, my sisters. Until the next time, mahalo.